Welcome to the Space of the Waste, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here is Melody Edmondson. Welcome to the Variety Channel. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host, Melody Edmondson. The name of my show is The Space of the Waste. Today, we're going to talk about a very important part of business today. And the new generation Z is very, very interested in uh, vintage and especially the 80s and the 90s, I'm hearing. And they're a huge... Uh, market out there, but they're always looking for something different, you know, buying things on TikTok that young people make and um, kind of shopping in a much different matter. And so I want to introduce Lisa Joykinen. She started a gym search, which is uh, online and you can, she has a store, but she's also online and she has all vintage and she has some catalog. It's the most organized I've ever, ever seen. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it in all of the planet. She did this in the Netherlands and then now she's doing it in New York and it is fabulous. Whatever you're looking for, a certain kind of Chanel handbag or a certain kind of old Gucci jacket or Gucci riding boots or whatever Hermes bag or jackets from people that whether it's even Tahari or someone like Ascada or someone from the 80s or 90s with the padded shoulders and the oversized jackets she's the place to go gym search so I am going to introduce you to uh, Lisa now. Hi, Lisa. So glad to have you on the show. How did you even Hi, get Melody. How did you even get started in this? This is so fantastic. Yeah. I personally love vintage. I have on today a kimono, which I wear on either side. And I can wear it with my jeans or pants or whatever. But and I have several kimonos that I've purchased from um, antiques and vintage stores. And I I am a person that really loves to shop vintage. And I have several vintage Chanel handbags. I had some new ones, but then I wore them out. So then I had to go back and find them in better shape than mine. And so anyway, I'm going to shut up so you can talk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much, Melody. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so uh, happy to chat with you and to meet all your listeners and yes my name is Lisa Jokinen and originally I'm from Finland if you can fe- hear a uh, weird accent so that's Finland. where the accent comes from yeah. well yes. I'm but, sure we'll yeah. have Finland tuning in because we're in 146 countries and wow. 100 and some languages and we have a uh, 150 million that tune in a day so anyway hopefully all of those people will find their way to my channel and my show (laughs) yes so you mentioned that we created gem and that's correct and maybe i guess the listeners are now wondering like what is gem and what is gem search so what gem is it's a search engine for all online vintage secondhand clothing so like you mentioned, if people are looking for any vintage clothing item or secondhand clothing item or accessory from Chanel back to something more contemporary like early 2000s Vivian Westwood jackets, they can, uh, through our app and website, they can access all online marketplaces and also hundreds of online stores in one search. Wow. So like, because before you had to open, for example, Etsy, eBay, Real Real, whatever platforms you would use yes. for your vintage shopping and all the individual online stores one by one and how many tabs you would have open on your browser. That would be yeah. like hundreds, yes. thousands. So yes. a mission impossible, of course. Nobody can check like, all the platforms one by one. And that's why we created Gem to make vintage shopping 
easier for all people so that you could more easily find the item that you are looking for. Yeah, so I, I just so think you it's can, fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Yeah. So you it can is say the most organized, so organized. Yeah, you can say that uh, Gem is like Google for vintage shopping. Yes, yes. And that is just, um, do you actually have, um, you work with those other stores or you have, uh, you have your own shipping where you ship? So the, the way it works, yeah. So because Gem is kind of only uh, a search engine, we don't list or sell or ship any of those items. So if a user comes to Gem, and they type in whatever they are looking for, like, or for example, Chanel uh, solder handbag, mm -hmm. then they find an item that they want to purchase, then they can tap the preview and go to the actual website. Okay, like it'll say Real Real, or it'll say Vintage Shop in Melbourne, or where, wherever it is, Paris, or wherever, and it'll take you there, and that's where you buy it. Okay, and yes, most exactly. all of these use PayPal or Apple Pay or credit card, or usually, I think. So yeah, it depends on the seller, but I would say that most uh, sellers have like multiple options nowadays, though, because yeah. online shopping is, is so like a common practice for all, for all of us nowadays. Uh, I just think it's absolutely the most amazing thing, and... I have a very hard time um, organizing uh, masses of things like that. So to be able to speak to someone who has done that in such an, an intense market that is really a big deal right now. There's, I my sources say there's more resale going on than there is buying new. That so many people even. Um, uh, what do you call it? The um, stores that uh, you, whether it's Salvation Army, you know, or any of those, they also have huge increases from people coming to resale stores and buying things. Granted, you know, unless you're very, very lucky and somebody just, Aunt Susie died and they just took everything to Salvation Army, come pick it up, and they don't know what they have, you're probably not going to find some of the gems that you have, which is why I like gem search, because I like to find silk, not polyester. I like to find Chanel. I like to find Versace, you know, just things that I love and I know what sizes I wear. Uh, through the years, because unlike the Gen Zers, I wore clothes in the 1980s and 90s, so I know what I wore and who, what size I would wear. So I just think it's fantastic that you can just put in a Scotta Blazers uh, size French 42 or, or Italian 46 or American 10, and all of a sudden you get all of these places that have Scotta jackets. Um, I'd like to know how you decided you, I'd like to hear your backstory because my listeners love stories. So were you buying and merchandising and then decided, I don't like this new crap they're making out of polyester, or did you just stumble across when you were shopping that it was such a hassle? I'd like to know how you got started. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I've been drifting and wearing vintage and secondhand all my life, basically. Even as a little girl in Finland growing up, I like hand-me-downs that I got from my mother, of course. I actually, I really used to wear my mother's old clothes. And, you know, she grew up like, uh, uh, in the, so those clothes would have been like from, from the 50s. <laughs> so I loved I, for some reason I just I was fascinated by like old fashioned retro looking clothes and yes. I just loved wearing them and I grew up in a small town we didn't have like too many clothing stores and mm -hmm. also this was of course be before the time of online shopping yes. so if I wanted to have like something special or good quality like silk like you mentioned um so I had two options. I could either make the clo clothing item myself or buy it secondhand. 
the, yes. those were really like the only options that I had. And that's how I got really started. I, I actually made a lot of clothes myself <coughs> when I was younger. And I think that that was a good uh, education for me because that taught me to appreciate every single piece of clothing <laughs> that I see. Because now I know how hard it is to make even a simple garment. It's tricky. It involves a lot of handcraft and hand handwork. They are not clothes are not made by machines. They are made and by people. Patience too. I know I, I spent so much time <laughs> ripping. I'd rip things out and rip things out. I was terrible and I didn't have the patience. That was my problem. So I had so, to go into buying and merchandising instead of design. <laughs> I really wanted to be a designer, but I, I really didn't sew well. And you do. Yeah. It's like having a beautiful singing voice or being able to play the piano well or the violin. It takes, you have to have that talent. You know, you can learn the skill, but that isn't necessarily, I, I don't know. The people that I know, like my mother and probably you and your mom, did your mother sew also or not? Did your mom yeah. sew? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. mom so and she actually was the one who taught me and also my grandmothers yes. taught them and made a lot of clothes. Mine too. So that's how I, I learned and I, I agree it, it requires a lot of patience. Oh yeah. I Especially tailoring. <laughs> oh my god, the tailoring. Yeah. I mean that is yeah. just, you know, the and what it, yeah. heads like they put the the sleeve heads and the facings and I mean and that's the kind of jacket I like you know and it yeah. costs so much I mean you go buy you know designer jackets they're 25 35 45 five thousand dollars and you know let's see do I want to buy a car or a jacket this year you know <laughs> so yeah basically but that's that's great because then when you when you make the gold clothes yourself you know like how many pieces there are like and how many hours it takes from you and also I didn't have a lot of patience so that's how I actually at some point stopped making my own clothes but uh, instead I just continued uh, buying secondhand and vintage and then fast forward uh, in 2014 uh, me and my husband me moved from Finland uh, to California, San Francisco, because my husband started to work for Facebook. And at that point, uh, I realized that the amount of vintage clothing in America was like, it just blew my mind because I discovered so many new online stores, Instagram stores, resale platforms, reselling apps. Like I discovered Real Real and Postmark for the first time. Yes. And also I met, I discovered so many brick and mortar stores in yes. San Francisco, which were wonderful. And I loved it. But also the amount of items around me online and in real life. Oh, yeah. It was uh, overwhelming. And when I really wanted to buy something, let's just say that, for example, something simple, like a new pair of blue Levi's jeans. Yes, yes. I would never buy a new pair of jeans because I want my denim to be like authentic denim, you know, yes. no plastic yes. jeans. Soft. Yes, Soft then, and, uh, Yes. Yeah, but I had no idea like where to start looking for those jeans because there were so many uh, stores and online sites and platforms. And then I, uh, I was thinking there must be a better way to connect people like me and you who are actively always looking for some vintage items and all those items out there. And that's how I came up with the idea of like a, of a search engine for all online vintage clothing. Oh. And that's how Jim was born. And that's then how actually I... <laughs> I like I that. To my husband. <laughs> Does he do, are you both high-tech people? Okay. So you like more high-tech people than me. <laughs> you have the ideas and you know what you want and he helps you put it together? Yeah, absolutely. That's right. And I is actually, he your partner? I, is he the other yeah. founder? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we founded uh, him together after he left Facebook. And, you know, when I got the idea for Jim, I was like, ah, a search engine. I wonder how hard it would be to build one. And then I, I just walked 
to him one day and I asked like, do you think you could build a search engine? <laughs> and he was silly enough to just say like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so you see, he, he built an empire. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I think that's, that is true love, honey. <laughs> and what a perfect, you got the fashionista with that sixth sense that you have to have about fashion and you you look fabulous so i i'm wondering are you a rectangle balance waisted or do you have any are you short waisted or long waisted or balance waisted i'm short waisted i'm tall five seven and a half shrinking down to five six but <laughs> I was five, seven and a half, but I'm short waisted. So, you know, between my bust and my waist, I have like three and a half inches. So I'm always looking for longer, leaner tops and jackets that have be some pockets or buckets going like this instead of like that. And I can't do patch or something because it will go. That'll make the waist of a jacket. If I go and buy it like that, the hips will be where the waist of the jacket is. But if you lift, you know, lift the jacket up like it's supposed to be, but altering it, it's, it wouldn't look good on me. I have to have a long, lean jacket. But I can find those, Jill Sandler, Burberry. Um, sometimes I have to buy them larger and then take them in on the sides just so the shoulders fit because I have like 40-inch shoulders and like 30 inch waist. So I sometimes narrow them a little bit, you know, to get my bust is also 40. So, uh, but it's a hard thing. Now, are you just perfectly built in terms of uh, like a rectangle or inverted triangle with broader shoulders and narrower hips and waist? Or are you sure? I have, no, I have no idea. I just know that uh, some decades fit me better than others mm -hmm. for some reason like maybe you know like what it is but um like 70s pants the, the way that they are cut they usually fit me better than mm -hmm. some others because they come up high yes yeah so mm -hmm. I, yeah you may be long-waisted you have quite a bit of space between the bottom of your bra down to your waist you have quite a bit of space like seven maybe inches. Sounds Maybe like that, yeah. Six I or need seven to measure inches. myself again. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the way I do the measurement, the space of the waist, is I go from under the bra down mm -hmm. to the waist, you know, where my waist nips in, you know, and I just don't have a ton of space there. I may mm -hmm. even have four inches, but I always say yeah. three and a half because it yeah. makes a point, but... Yeah. I, I cannot that's, that's, ever wear a belt. I can never have a seam across there. And my hips are high. So right after my waist are my hips, the widest part mm -hmm. of my body, 40, 30, 40. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want, I can still put a belt on my hips. I think I look fine that way. But uh, like a long black dress with a high neck and a hip belt, I can do that. But I could never wear a belt at my waist. I could never wear a shirtwaist dress or some of those princess lined. The waist would go clear down to my hips because my I'm also short torsoed and long leg. Not all short torsoed women are short waisted, though, and not all long torsos are long waisted. Mostly they are, but they're not because I we measured over 2,500 people between me and my, my uh, best friend, and Dr. Granger, and I, she measured every student in any of her classes for like five years. And she said, everybody's short-waisted or long-waisted. There's no balance-waisted people, I, except for her. You know, she had like that perfect figure. But I said, yeah, you don't know what a rarity you are, but... I do think vintage is a, like you say, and some women are long strided, like you say, the 70s pants fit you better. I bet it's because they're longer strided as well. My mother is, isn't as tall as I am, but she has a long stride. So I remember when I used to buy junior, she could never wear anything from my department until I started carrying contemporary, which came in the six, eight, 10 sizes. 
12 and 14 because my mother's stride was long. And so is my little sisters, but my sister, my older sister and I have short strides and long legs, but like my sister, Kathy had a hard time with happy legs because they had a shorter stride. And even though they made the cutest pants in the seventies, you know, happy legs, they had some of the cutest like checks and all of this, you know, to wear with your white coriage esque shoes, you know, and Pierre Cardin-esque tops. But uh, back to uh, the clothing themselves and you. So you were able to find lots of things that fit you, I'm taking it. Were certain Uh, brands or just styles? Yeah, I think it's like, um, like, you know very well what fits you. And also, I think it relates directly to what you feel comfortable wearing, you know, the clothes that make you feel good, you know, I think that's when they fit you, you know, if they don't fit you, you kind of feel it, you can see it if you look at the mirror, but I think you can also feel it. So I think when shopping vintage, it, the key is to understand your body type, like, you know, so not only, of course, like to have always your measurements, I always have my measurements on my phone, because yes. I tend to forget them, although they've been approximately the same all my adult life but you know because I come from the country where we use centimeters and now yes. I'm here with inches so that's why I'm yeah. confused sometimes so that's my advice and tip for everyone to keep yeah. your measurements somewhere mm-hmm. where you always have them no matter mm-hmm. if you're traveling or shopping online or visiting like stores when you are like out and about yes so if they are on your phone you will always mm-hmm. have them with me so know your measurements and then also like when you realize that I actually love, let's say, for example, empire wasted dresses, then like stick to them, you know, there, there is a reason why you love them. Maybe right. because they probably fit you well and, you know, they are something that make you happy. So go for them. Yes. And myself, like, like I love 70s clothes a lot, but I also like. 80s not everything from 80s I'm not a huge fan of like shoulder pads because I feel like I have a pretty wide shoulder myself already you have nice ones Um, yeah yeah and I love some things from the 90s and I love even Y2K early 2000s but then I know that uh low-waisted pants that which are like the hot thing right now I just know that they don't fit me very well I don't look good at them so that's why I'm not you know, even trying to buy them. Well, so, you probably define, yeah. Define you like fit and flare. You like flared pants, fitted and flared, bell bottoms. Sometimes. Yeah, they yeah, might, they will look but, good. And, yeah. But, and, you know, I, what I love most is actually like anything oversized. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. I bag, wear a lot of like really like baggy clothes. Like the barrel <laughs> pants. I like those barrel pants and I buy them a size bigger so I can hang them down lower <laughs> because I don't like my pants to be tight around my waist. So I bought a few pairs of those. Actually, I think they're German, Clement and Oscar. Uh, you know, some of those lines. I love the Oscar pants. They, to me, they're really great. Um, and the only problem with those is when I buy them a, a size larger, the legs seem to get bigger, but you know, I really don't care. I, I like that look too. I like baggy things too. I always have. Mm-hmm. And my hu- husband really likes them too. And I'm, I'm glad to see the skinny jeans and leggings over Frankly, I like all of these looser, oversized jacket, oversized pants. I love all that. And even the dresses, um, you know, I like straight lines because I can do a lot with that. And, you know, just having a great shoulder and a straight line to dress, it goes clear down to the ankle. I really like that ankle length on me because it doesn't break up my body in any way. And you can accessorize them over and over and over again. So I, I wear a lot of black, but... And since I am in Arizona, I am starting to pick up color because I never have. So I'm starting to pick up some color like this kimono that I found that is purple on one side and red on the other. And I have several of them in different. And even I did prints, which I've never done in my life. But I actually have picked up Whoa. a couple of prints um, in dresses. 
in the straight line dresses by Marnie marked down a million times on Y-O-O-X. I buy things on there. Um, but tell me, how do, um, how do you find out about new sources to add to your, your gem sort search? How, mm-hmm. is, how does that happen? Yes, uh, so we are currently showing listings I already mentioned, but uh, from big marketplaces like Etsy, eBay, RealReal, and so on. And then we have a lot, like we have hundreds of independent online stores. And all together, we are showing over 45 million items. Wow. I know, it's, I don't know if it's useful, or it's a good idea to say that number aloud because it can be overwhelming. But it 45 you cool, like, million items. Well, yeah. I'm sure you have what anybody's looking for. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. So. That's mine. So how many, yeah. do you know how many stores or uh, resources do you have? Like a million or more? Uh, it's hard to say because like if we think about Etsy, for example, it's a marketplace for individual stores yes, to sell yes. their items. And we actually don't know how many vintage sellers are on Etsy. They don't, yeah. Etsy doesn't publish the number and it's hard yeah. to, uh, it's impossible to find the number. Yeah. And, but then we have like manually one by one um, included hundreds more. We might be in thousands already. I haven't checked the number, but you can say that we have thousands of online stores. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, of course, in the beginning, I was the one who was looking for them because I already knew, like, who were, like, my favorite online stores based in the U.S. Which one is? We started with those ones. With the real Uh, and Trade Z and Etsy, the real, real. well, I, I used to like would Port- be like yeah, Portero. Portero mm-hmm. was a very good one. It unfortunately mm-hmm. went under. It was my favorite place for Chanel. I mean, yeah. they never you never had to worry about. They authenticated everything because you know there's a lot of good fakes out there, and you have to be very very knowledgeable and be very very careful. And I think that I am. But I've seen a couple of fake Chanel's that look pretty real. You know what I mean? And they yeah. they aren't two hundred dollars. They're nine hundred or twelve hundred or mm-hmm. fifteen hundred instead of nine thousand. You know, they're paying maybe fifteen hundred or something, mm-hmm. and they look very good. But if I'm buying something on a used site you know, a resale site, I just want to make sure that I am getting the authentic, mm. uh, you know, the real one. Yes, the real Gucci yes that's smart. The real yeah. Whatever. Yeah. If you are looking for like high-end stuff like Chanel handbags, that's a good thing to do to check the authentication because, yeah, uh, majority of the fakes are <laughs> almost as well-made as the real ones. So you really need to be an expert to know the difference. I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be able to tell, uh, and of course, like the more handbags there are, the more fake. So that's a sad part of the resale market. But you asked for my uh, favorite stores. I yes, mentioned one. Okay, they, all, they they do have um, a brick and mortar store here in New York in Chinatown, and they are online too. And their name is James Veloria, and they have James. James Veloria, V E L O R I A. Loria, E I A R E L O R E I A. V E L O R I A. Veloria. R E, like an R, like in Richard? Yes. R E, okay. I can send you. I can send you a link because they have amazing, they have amazing designer vintage clothing. Uh, Mostly they have like newer items, like early 2000s and 90s. They have a lot of Japanese designers and they are actually my favorites. For some reason, I like their fit. Like any Japanese designer, I think because they like Miyake. That's my favorite, Comte des Garçons, because I feel... 
Watanabe, I feel because they, the way Japanese make their clothes, it's like they are always a bit loose. They are not like skin skin tight. So that's yes. I think that's the reason why I I enjoy wearing them, and I love how they always have a, like kind of like a twist to them. Like if a Japanese designer designs a trench coat. It's not just a trench coat, but right. there's, you know, it's some kind of twist. Yes. So, and there is like humor in the pieces. So they are I, fun in a way. I love them too. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> I love Marciela. Although I'm not a cute, I don't like to wear too much uh, black because black is black, you know. I think it doesn't look good on me. So. Uh, what, blonde? Do you have blue eyes? Or yes, green. yeah, blue eyes. Blue yeah. So, blue yeah, navy would maybe be, or gray, navy and gray. I love what you have on. Is that gray and light gray, or is it blue? No, it's actually dark purple. Dark purple. Ooh. Yes. Is that Not my pitch? Yes, I have no idea where it's from. I've had it, like, for years. <laughs> it's beautiful, yeah. but I love the polka dots. It's very, yeah, very it's fashion. Yeah, it's like see-through, true. <gasps> That is fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah, I I love polka dots and I think Japanese designers love them too. And stripes, little little ticking type stripes. And and I like the muted colors that they do. They're more Mm. muted. You know, they're not blaring. So Mm. sometimes that's... They're kind of murky colors. I, I like mm. that. I like that too. Yeah. And I like yeah. mixing the blue with the black and all of that. I know that's because I liked it in the 80s and I still like it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Some of my f- younger friends don't get that, but I just say, oh, no, 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 no. This is very good to do. Like I'll have a navy silk charmeuse blouse with a black suit, you know, a black jacket and black pants or something. Do you know your blouse is navy? And yes, I do. <laughs> I got like, duh. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> of course I do. But yeah, I, I think I, I didn't answer one of your questions. <laughs> you asked like how we get like new sources. To yes. So yeah. So in the beginning, of course, like we reached out to, to the stores and asked if they would love to join us. And step by step, we started building. And now, luckily, it's the other way around. So I, I'm not on the lookout for new stores anymore because the they call you. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Now they call you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so great. That's how it goes. So do you, um, oh, I know. I was going to ask you is denim still selling at resale? Like I have a vision Denny. that denim is still yes. good, you know, at resale. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's. I mean, it's part of our, like, uniform, right? Especially in the U.S. In the U.S., yeah. Yeah. But, you know, all other countries too nowadays. So I I would say the denim will always always be, like, one of the pillars of the resale market. Like, a good good old t-shirt will be. Because they are the basics. Almost every one of us wears a pair of jeans. Yes. At least. Someday I'm very and a jean and yeah. a jean jacket with everything. That's what they do mm-hmm. a lot. Of, yeah. Like here, it hardly gets cold, but everybody will mm-hmm. have a jean jacket and throw it over whatever you know. Yeah, and what what is great thing about denim is, of course, is that it can stay good in good condition forever and ever ever. Yes. And you know, it even gets better when it's a little bit worn out. And yeah. there are so many nice things that you can do with denim. Like great designers, they are like reinventing the denim every season. Uh, I'm not sure if that's needed because, like we all know, there is already enough clothes in the world <laughs> for us to consume. If we are showing 45 million items, and that's that's it, just a tiny part of all the second hand that is out there because not everything is listed online. Oh, so there's a lot. Denim, yeah. Denim is still, it's an evergreen item that will always be, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's different demand. The different weights of denim. I used to work for a company, Bees of California, BIS, and they did a very lightweight denim from Japan, and 
it was a monster. I mean, we sold so much of that, especially in the southern and west and southwest because of the warmer climates. Mm-hmm. But and I'm and I'm sure she sold all around the world, but. I uh, don't believe she's in business anymore, but that denim sold very well because mm-hmm. it was lightweight, you know, and she did a lot of different styles, you know, looser pants, uh, like uh, pleats on the side, but but like a banana shape with a higher waist and a snap. But she, we sold a lot of that shape, you know, and then eventually we added a few more fabrics like silk print pants that were... Some people thought they looked like clown pants, but I absolutely loved them because they were print, but they were on the bottom. So you could still wear mm-hmm. a silk blouse or a top or a jacket or whatever, and you had the print on the bottom. Yeah, uh, that's a great, great styling tip because then it's, you know, if you are a bit of, you know, afraid of prints, if you have the prints on the bottom, you know, then your upper yes. body is not as busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. or even a long, longer skirt, you know, too. And, of course, mm-hmm. the young girls, the short yeah. ones. But what yeah. other fabrics do you sell? Like there's denim. Do you sell silk? Do you sell a lot of silk? I mean, well, I, of course, I have to say that Jim or I, we don't sell anything. Oh, that's right. I know. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So that you know, so you, you're, you're listening. But do you get reports uh, no. of totals? Do you get total reports of what so from all of the different people um, on your site? Do you get any of that? Um, like, is it get is the data? Yeah. Is the data I mean, saved? So um, yes, we are collecting actually some data. So uh, once in a while, we take out like reports to check like what are top hundred or top two hundred searches that people are looking for at the moment so we can see like what kind of items are trending if there are some new things coming up yeah and things like that uh but um you asked about materials so i haven't yeah. really noticed like people actually rarely uh search by material on gem okay. because i feel like uh, if they are looking for a pair of jeans they would probably go right straight and pipe in like Levi's and then whatever the model of Levi's they're looking okay. for. Or they, they would be rather looking for Escada blazer, not necessarily yeah. stating Escada silk blazer. Okay. Or people are looking for a lot of old vintage band or music t-shirts. So oh, of course, those, yeah. those are like Led, a good one. Led Zeppelin t-shirt. <laughs> <You know. laughs> yeah. Blondie. Yeah, yeah. The older, the better. The older, better. So that would be cotton, but uh, very rarely people would type in like cotton t-shirt. So they're just looking for a cotton jacket or wool jacket. They don't really search by fabric so much. Okay, good to know. What about, do you uh, have upcycle people on your site? Like, um, like, I you know, remake, uh, you know, where, where the people take the vintage and they style it a little differently and then they try and, are there companies like that that you um, Yes, care? Yeah, some of, some of the uh, stores that uh, we have included in Gem, they do have some upcycled and remade pieces. Uh, we are not actively showing those items on our search yet, but uh, we are thinking of adding like a separate category for them yeah. at some point. Yes. So then like people who are actively looking for rework pieces, they would easily find them because then I also know that many people who are into vintage and want to buy vintage, they want to have the authentic, authentic yeah. vintage piece and they don't want to have like modified version yeah, of it. Yeah, so yeah. that's why we've been thinking. Different customers. Like a, yeah, different yes, yeah. I was thinking... But it's an important category, and I know that there is a uh, there is a huge uh, demand for that kind yes. of items, and and that's something that I'm happy to see it growing, mm-hmm. especially because, like already mentioned, there are so many uh, unused garments in the world, so that's the more right. we can get into use with any means possible, the better, because the less we dump into the landfills here in the or, or even have... worse in other countries yes. the better 
And so we, of course, we want to encourage that uh, trend. Yes, and I w- when I was speaking to Audette, who's also uh, in the vintage clothing, and she does remake it, but the she uh, was from West Africa, and she says, you know, Africa, China, everybody, the United States, everybody has too much landfill. There's nowhere you can ship it anymore. It's got, mm. you're going to have to get rid of this and polyester, of course, is the worst. Polymide and uh, uh, petroleum base just does not biodegrade. And there are people out there I know trying to come up with engineering new um, technology of 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 a um, like, for instance, silk with silk flowers, uh, I mean, silk with flowers, that rose petals, and they're trying to come up with a new kind of a polyester or a new viscose and a new plastic that does biodegrade. It's huge to be able to take on because the thing is people that like to wash and wear, you know, just wash and wear their clothes, uh, and getting everybody out of these leggings and yoga pants is not going to be easy. I mean, I talk about it all the time on the show. Be sustainable and know that, you you know, don't throw them out. Wear them for 4,000 years because you can. And we don't need them for landfill. But please don't, don't wear them out. You know, go out and buy some things, you know, different to wear at night when you go out for dinner besides your yoga clothes and your leggings all the time. Just so sick of it. But you've got people in spandex and it's hard to get them out of it. And of course, athleisure wear has grown so exponentially, but yuck, let's get on with other things, you know? And I'm all, all about the, the vintage. I just think you can't really do better. Things were made better. And I love a jacket with a sleeve head. Uh, they do it in menswear and, you know, Escada and lots of people, um, Hugo Boss, a lot of people did that back in the 80s and 90s and even to into the 2000s, some of them. Um, but I like to see the work in the garment, you know, those people went to a lot of education to learn how to do that. And, you know, it, you, it's hard to find a jacket more beautiful than an Escada jacket. I mean, you really, and Gucci, when Tom Ford was there with uh, Wind Tower, I liked his jackets and his fit um, at Gucci when she was there. But then when they, that team broke up, their fit changed, so it didn't fit me anymore. But otherwise, the Italian 46 Gucci fit me like it was made for me, you know, and mm-hmm. I just loved buying that. Even though I had two jackets and two pants, they were my favorite. You know what I'm saying? They were so fantastic to wear. I could wear them a million times because you're not going to, you can't kill them. They're made so well. Yeah, I agree with you that the upcycling is the new addendum. It's going to be the newer thing because, you know, uh, when even when I wear my kimonos, a lot of my friends will say, and they're younger than me, the friends I have, and they'll say, if only the sleeve wasn't so big, you know, that, that would get in my way. I like it as a long coat, but I don't like those sleeves. So I think there is something to be said about, you know, changing things up a little bit. Um, not something that has no flaws at all and is just perfect. No, but maybe if you found something that had a big stain on it or something, you could still use it and remodel it, you know, restyle it. Um, what, what are uh, anything, what have I forgotten that you want to talk about, uh, Lisa? Uh, I don't want to yes, leave anything yeah. out. I think. The important thing is that gem is available worldwide. If you have listeners in other countries, we you do. Can still, you can still access gem. And by the way, now I have to say there is some noisy drilling happening outside our windows. Can you hear it, or should I remove? I can't. I can't okay, hear it. So maybe it doesn't matter. Okay, good. So yes, gem is available worldwide, and it's a website, and the address is gem.app, and you can also discover us 
in App Store or Google Play. So we and have App Store. Tell, tell me that again. G-E-M dot A-P-P. A-P-P. And that's the website? Yeah, that's the website. And that's the easiest way to find us. Yeah, I got the app. That's what's easy is just having the app. Mm. You know, that's fabulous having the app. And I, now that you've helped me know how to search better, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll search better by item instead of fabric. And um, oh, but there's nothing wrong with searching by fabric. If like if the material is important for you, of course, uh, you can use by, you can search by material or fabric because if the seller is good, they do put the material in the listing title. So you you would list, you would state like which decade, which brand, which item type, is it dress or jacket, blouse, etc., or and which material and which size. So if okay. the vendors are good, they they will mention the material. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, well, I'll do both. So I, I would say both. there is no wrong way of using the term. <laughs> There's no wrong way. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Do, well, all I know I was going to ask, you do clothing. What else do you do? Do you do assessor? Well, you, I know you do handbags. What, yes, other, yeah. what other categories? Yes, clothes, so we have clothes, clothes handbags, and also all kinds of accessories. Accessories from sunglasses to all kinds of jewelry pieces. There's so much jewelry online. It's insane. Uh, belts. What else? Neckties. Yes. Neckties. Neckties. Okay. Belts. Anything that is clothing related. All right. And clothing and items starting shoes? from. What about boots, from, shoes, and yes, sandals? Shoes and boots, yeah. sandals, everything. Yeah, all the shoes. Uh, of course, or you can also find like outerwear. Like warm coats, warm jackets, hats and beanies. Oh, even gloves, scarves, of course, silk scarves, but also mohair scarves for winter. Oh my God! Anything, really? Wow! But that—that's the category. You don't do furniture or or you know items for the house. No, just clothing yeah. related. I just want to make yes. sure. So yes, I, yeah. Just clothing-related uh, items for now. Clothing-related. And that's enough. 45 million! <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. That is just so much. Do, do you have... Is your husband the only tech, or do you have a team of tech people? We, have, we are now a team of four people. So it's me and my husband here in New York, and then we have two other developers helping us and they are actually based in Finland. They're still in Finland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Does Finland use the same one or do you have a different one? Well, I guess you have to do a different language, but otherwise I mean, do they have the same people or is it a different marketplace? They want different things. Uh, it's the same. So wherever you are, no matter if you are Australia, US, Canada, UK, Europe, Asia, uh, the gem is always in English language, so we don't have other language versions yet. Maybe at some point we might uh, develop uh, an, another version for other market if we see that uh, a specific language area will, is growing. But for okay. now, it's English everywhere. Okay. Okay. Well, um, Lisa, I cannot tell you how excited I was to have you on the show. And many, there are many, many people that I've had on my show were very excited when I told them about Gem Search. I'm your best motor mouth free advertising here, Gem Search. Gem.app. Yes. <laughs> so, Thank you so much, Melody. You're welcome. So and if I'm ever in New York, Coming up, I'll be sure and let you know. And I have, do you have brick and mortar store there too as well? No, no. we don't have like any. Not for jump search. Okay. No. But, but I will tell my friend who does buy a lot of vintage and she has a very high taste. She used to be the European 
couture buyer for Bloomingdale's. And she now has retired, but I'm going to tell her about James Reloria. Reloria. Because she will want to go down there. And where is it? Do you know? Do you know where it is? It's in Chinatown. Chinatown. It's a a bit of a hidden location, but to help your friend and other people who visit New York, I have actually made also a map of all the New York vintage stores. Okay. It's called NYC Vintage Map. NYC Vintage Map? Yes. And you can get it on your site? Yes, you can Google NYC Vintage Map and it should pop up. Oh, good. I'm going to tell Marushka Vukovic. Yes. Tell her. And she she can find uh, James Meloria on the map. And then it's easier to, you know, find a location to. Well, unfortunately, I have to sign off. I don't want to. I could talk to you all day, but I'm going (laughs) to sign off. And thank you for joining us on the Space of the Waste. And uh, I'm pretty sure your inverted triangle with the great shoulders and probably narrow hips and not a big butt and you're probably balance wasted because you have no trouble finding clothes so <laughs> you need to get my book you can go on amazon and find uh, www.amazon.com and go to c melody edmondson e-d-m-o-n-d-s-o-n books and get the guidebook book one it has everything in there that you'll need Anyway, thank you so much, Lisa. Loved it. And um, if anything new comes up, let me know because I'll spread the word. Okay? Okay. I will for sure. Thank you so much, Melody. Okay. Bye-bye. Signing off. See you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Space of the Waste. Please join host Melody Edmondson again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next time. Melody Edmondson has created a book series available on Amazon.com. The Space of the Waste series is comprised of a body shape by a waist length and will have all the information you need to dress and accessorize beautifully. You choose yours after first buying book one, The Guidebook, your fashion guide based on body shape and the space of the waist. This is a new method of determining your body shape and your waist length termed the space of the waist.